Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to Hurricane Replay. Brought to you by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. It's Wednesday. We're halfway to game number six, Don, between Miami and Virginia. A couple more days of practice. Two more days of practice for the University of Miami. And uh, if all goes well, we'll tee it up on Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Everything is going to go well, Joe. And it's uh, we have to always be thankful for the leadership at the University of Miami and from President Frank to and Blake James and Jen Strawley. And, you know, I was down there uh, on Tuesday and, you know, the trainers and the guys in nutrition and all the, the the surrounding staff is just working so hard to make sure that these young men are able to play and and really you gotta you gotta thank the kids for having the discipline to stay between the lines and make sure they do everything they're supposed to do and do nothing they're not supposed to do so they can uh, make each weekend happen yep. so far so good okay Virginia comes in they're wounded they've lost three in a row uh, they have a defense. Nine starters returned to their defense this year. Uh, Coach Lashley said what you saw against Clemson is probably more of who they are. They did a good job of slowing Clemson down. They really struggled against Wake Forest. Virginia's big concern is big plays. De'Ara King is tied for second in the ACC. He has five completions of 40 or more yards, and Virginia's been giving up the big play. Yeah, they have, and you know it should be even – easier I hope for Miami this coming week because I think there's two or three guys in the secondary that are banged up that have not uh, been stated whether they're playing or not playing yet so if those injuries come into play the big play certainly should be there but you know Joe it's hard for me because of my our historical perspective on Miami Virginia to just think that this is going to be something easy it's never been easy one time for Miami against Virginia. It, just, it really hasn't. They're, they're so well coached. Those kids are very smart. They're very tough. Their offensive coordinator is so creative. I mean, what he did against Wake Forest, you know, uh, you, you watch that game, you, 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 it's rotating quarterbacks. It li- literally was rotating quarterbacks. And, you know, like you said, I think one wears 98, one wears 99, one wears 21 or whatever. I don't even know. It's like all these crazy numbers, but they run different plays. They're out of different formations. I mean, I even saw a formation where it was a center and two other linemen right. and everything spread out all over the place. And it, and it was a productive play. So yeah. they are they under this offensive coordinator understands how to get yards. They understand how to manipulate defenses. And then anytime you have a head coach that's a defensive guy, which Bronco Mendenhall is, you know that they're going to play hard and they're going to be coached well. It's just like University of Miami. Manny Diaz is a defensive guy. And this defense, there's there's a level there when your head coach is on one side of the ball or the other, and you could expect that against Virginia. You know, in the old days of Virginia, you go all the way back to the George Welsh days or Al Groh days. Virginia, always they were like uh, they were like Boston College of the ACC. They always had the big, strong team, the great tight ends, ran the ball hard, ran a counter play, 
Rocco Mendenhall has kept some of that theory mm-hmm. with with big players. And uh, when Virginia comes out on offense, for those that are allowed to go to the game on on Saturday, watch on TV, or we'll describe it for you. Their right tackle is six foot ten. He's six ten. Their wide receiver. Well, LaBelle Davis is 6'7". Yeah. Their two outside linebackers are 6'7". So they've kept some of that identity of recruiting mountains. And and they move, you know. And, and I remind you, I think the tight end is – the tight end position is was very, very prevalent there for many, many years. And the guy that they have there now has been productive. I mean, I think yeah, he's Tony a Central Polgen. Michigan guy. He's yeah, a, we saw him right? last year. Yeah, we yeah, saw him last which, year. Wait, another uniform, right? So – He's he he's productive, but you're right. I mean, I'm I was watching, and you look at that right tackle, and he he casts a shadow. I mean, the guy the guy's as as big as you can imagine. We talking about a six foot ten inch guy. So let's say they're lying. He's six nine, or he's six eight. I mean, where do, where do you put it? You're you know, what, what, how much are you going to give a guy when you're that big? You don't you don't need to give him anything. And and I've been impressed with um, the freshman receiver who's listed at six foot seven. I would love one of those guys. I, I think that yeah. they are um, they're, they're so productive. They challenge the secondary. And then Kemp is their slot guy. He's had 10 catches each of the last two games. So they, they figure it out. They're smart. And they, the scheme that they put together uh, offensively is easy for their players to grasp. And that defensive, that defensive theme that they've had, uh, just keeps chugging right along, and I think the really reason the real reason is Joe. You go back to, to Al Groh; he was an NFL guy, and there's some NFL philosophy still involved there. I don't know how some of the uh, recruiting sites uh, rank their players, and I think you know generally they're pretty good. But Lavelle Davis, who is the six-seven freshman wide receiver, leads the ACC in yards per catch at twenty-three point three was listed as the 155th best receiver in the nation. Now, just at six foot seven, he would be a gigantic mismatch for any high school defender. I mean, he's a mismatch in this game. Miami's going to have a problem trying to figure out how to slow him down at six foot seven. I think maybe the only reason he's listed as the 155th best wide receiver is because maybe the game doesn't come to him as easy as it as it does for some others they kind of limit their routes that he runs maybe it was a misprint because i didn't see, i don't see any i don't see any reason for him to be number 155 unless they meant he was the 155th best basketball player in the nation <laughs> but he uh you know his he he he's not he's not powerful yet you can still see he's like he's like a, a a baby deer, right? There, kind of wobbles around a little bit and not sure of himself. But he, when that ball comes to him, and it's a 50-50 shot, he's got um, great jumping skills. He seems like his hands, he's confident in them. But I like his awareness. They, they throw him that ball. He's down the sideline, and he always stays in bounds. So, uh, Manny Diaz told us uh, earlier in the week, we don't have any six foot seven corners, <laughs> so we got to make sure that we take care of him. And what that means is really assaulting him at the line of scrimmage and and making it difficult for him to get off the ball because if he gets a, st- a step on you, it's over with. 
Okay, Virginia's giving up uh, 34 points a game, second most in the ACC. So they're off to their worst start since 2016, which was Brocco Mendenhall's first year in Charlottesville. They've also given up 14 plays of 30 yards or more. Six of those were in the game Saturday against Wake Forest. Now, speaking of big plays, let's go back to Saturday's game. Miami and Pittsburgh, De'Eric King had four touchdown passes in the game. The one we're going to hear was to Will Mowry. We'll go through this play, and then you can explain how Miami set this play up way back in the first quarter, but this is what happened. Second Same down play. to 17. King lobs one out for Mowry. Middle of the field. He's got him at the 20. He's going to go all the way at the 10, at the 5. It's a touchdown for Will Mowry. His second of the afternoon. De'Ara King with some Miami magic. Right when Miami needed it, King finds Mowry down the middle. For a hurricane touchdown. A beautiful play fake. Mallory springs wide open, springs free. 27 to 16, 45 yards on the touchdown. So 45 yards. He was in the backfield, right? So go ahead. You know, Joe, he was he was lined up uh, basically to, a little bit to the outside of the tackle. They have him back there, and they run what is a counter play. And they, they send uh, Mallory across the formation. They send him from or let's say I think it was from the right to the left and he hits that gap right between the guard and the tackle and he's looking in the running game he's looking for the first linebacker or the first off-color jersey to hit well Rhett Lashley saw how they reacted to that so they run the same play again and instead of him he looks like he's turning the corner hunting up a block and no one's in the middle of the field because they have distracted the defense to cover the outside and he just runs right down the middle and that's sometimes when you see some of these negative plays or break even plays is what I like to call them they're doing that for a reason they're testing some other things and here's a perfect example of making note of how Will Mallory was attended to on a running play and they just incorporated it into a pass I think this is one of the things that coach Lashley does really well Uh, able to exploit situations or just get the big play when it's needed. And Miami's living on big plays, but... Listen, a year ago they might have lost it. Uh, might have lost that Pittsburgh game, nineteen to thirteen. Instead, they scored thirty-one points. I, you know, wasn't it the big the big problem that we faced last year when you and I talked to anybody? Where's the big play? We have we've got the quarterback. We've got this receiver. We've got this guy. We've got that guy. It should be this. It should be that. Well, now they're coming. They're coming in bunches. You you think of the three plays just in this game that we just had. Those were they weren't just big plays. They were explosive, giant impact plays, and they were made to look so easy. And I, I really credit Coach Lashley and really that whole entire st- offensive staff has done a great job understanding the offense that came in, but the way that they translate it to the players, that's what makes it look so easy. And you, you think of uh, uh, Cameron had made a great play as well, Harris, and then uh, you, you look at how that was set up, and I mean, Will Mallory, he deserves a lot of credit. You know, so many people have been saying Brevin Jordan, Brevin Jordan, Brevin Jordan. Unfortunately, Brevin gets has been hurt uh, last week, and he was hurt a couple games last year. Will Mallory has just worked himself in, into a, a, a position to where he can help Miami. And I, I, they're, they're different type of players, but there's no drop-off. 
14 of the 15 ACC teams will be in action this week before we conclude this segment. Duke has a bye week. I don't know. I'm circling. I'm looking at this Notre Dame-Pittsburgh game. They played two years ago. It was a 19-14 win for Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got to go to Pitt. Pitt's lost, what now, three uh, three, in a three, row. In a row, three in a row. Yeah. So they might be due. I'm not sure what Pickett's status is just yet. But uh, boy, oh boy, uh, Notre Dame better be ready. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that if they had Pickett, when I think Pickett makes a big difference for them. I was impressed, really, with their backup guy. You look at his numbers, and he came in with little or no experience, adapted to the to the surroundings, threw a lot of completions, and had a, a successful day. But you know, Pickett is a guy that. I think it just runs a lot better than anybody gives him credit for. If he's there, I think that ups their chances. That's where He's worth a touchdown no matter what. But it would be interesting to see um, what the outcome is because Notre Dame struggled handedly again with uh, Louisville last week. And I thought we all know that Pitt's defense is way better than that. Now, I do think that Louisville's got probably the best running game aside from Pitt in the ACC, but it, it still can be one heck of a game, and it's not going to be a cakewalk for Notre Dame. Uh, we were talking before we came on the air, uh, and it's about a future Miami opponent, but they are fun to watch. I call it the equalizer offense. Wake Forest is home against Virginia Tech now. The Hokies offensive line, they hit the running back. Herbert, they are crushing people in the run game, but Wake Forest is pretty clever with their offense. You know, it's it's all very similar in a lot of respects to what Miami's doing. They go with tempo. They look to exploit certain areas. They're not greedy. They're just looking for green grass, uh, and it's executed extremely well. Yeah, got, yeah. Remember now, the quarterback they had last year, um, he's the guy that transferred to Georgia and then opted out. I believe they were an eight-win team last year, uh, exceeded everybody's expectations. But I was watching the Wake Forest defense against Virginia's offense, and they will hit you, man. I mean, they will strike you. I don't think that by any means that they're the most talented uh, team in the ACC, you know, even if you exclude Clemson. But the amount of effort that they play, the amount of gang tackling that they have, they're a well-coached football team. And it shows the last couple years, Wake Forest has had some, some very successful seasons by anybody's standard. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback at Virginia Tech, he missed the first couple of games. We, his first start was last year against Miami, and he's going to be a problem in the league for a while because he can run and he can throw, but he can really run. You know, he is a guy that has is, is very deceptive in the speed category. You know, he can throw every single pass, but he do, and he does it with showing no effort whatsoever. But his ability to pick up yards and buy time, you and I both know, being that Virginia Tech has been an opponent of Miami the whole time since they're in the ACC here, is that, and back from the Big East days, they were a running football team. And I don't mean a quarterback running. Michael Vick was able to extend plays and, and, and create things when he was a quarterback there. But now they've got... Hooker, and as you mentioned, like his first start, they, he beat the University of Miami, and, and he turned their whole season around last year. So the early part of the season, he wasn't available, and now he's come on, and it has changed the entire complexion of that football team. All right, before we go to break, as we sit here right now on Wednesday, we're planning for three quarterbacks from Virginia, Armstead, <laughs> Thompson, and uh, Lindell Stone. Stone's 240 pounds. He's a... Uh, he is a gunslinger. 
He doesn't run. He slings it. And uh, Armstead does run. He had their longest run uh, last week of 22 yards, and Thompson runs it as well. Yeah, they're all big. You know, you know, when you think about that, when you look at the size of their quarterback, we've got, we've got a, a dual-threat guy at Miami who's 5'9 and a half. These guys look like tight ends and fullbacks. They, 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 and they've got good speed, and I think that's why they were able to implement this plan. And it took a lot of guts. I don't know that I have ever seen this in all my years of broadcasting games. And you can remind me, you got a better memory than me, but nobody's gone in and committed to using three guys in a game. And each one of them is a little bit different flavor. Yeah. They shuffle them in like they're wide receivers. All right. <laughs> Our broadcast begins at 4 o'clock on Saturday. We'll be on the air at 8 o'clock for Miami and Virginia. When we come back, Dave Kane, the voice of the Virginia Cavaliers, will join us. And then uh, we'll hear from Manny Diaz as well. We'll replay some of our conversation with head coach Manny Diaz in our uh, last segment here tonight. Let me talk to you about Williamson Cadillac. Williamson Cadillac has been a part of Miami's unique community for over 52 years, and Williamson Cadillac serves this community with the same essence that represents the people who live here because Williamson is Miami. Let me talk to you about the Williamsons. The Williamsons, well, they are known for their integrity and their honesty, and that's how they run their dealership. When you talk about nuts and bolts in the dealership, Ed Williamson, he's like the coach. When you talk about nuts and bolts, the parts department, the service department, the body shop, he makes sure that they all work together, as well as the customer service. So if you are looking for a luxury automobile, may I suggest Williamson Cadillac? May I suggest the unmistakable XT crossover or the CT sedan series or the original icon, the Cadillac Escalade? You can visit their state-of-the-art facility, Find out for yourself. It is at US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway, or you can view their entire lineup online at WilliamsonCadillac.com. Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 